0: Hello and welcome to That Band Life. I'm Jeff Young, Director
1: of Camps for Music for All. And I'm Bobby Lambert, Director of Bands at Wando High School in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. That Band Life, a podcast about making our careers as music educators more fulfilling so we can be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. Well, today's podcast is about finding support in our industry and finding the right pathways for mentorship both intentional and effective mentorship, not just, hey, I happen to run into somebody at a convention and they told me I should only tune A rather than B flat. That's good, but we're in a time of crisis and I didn't realize quite how bad it was. We've got a few things that uh, this is based upon and it has to do with a Facebook posting, but Jeff usually has a little spiel right now that he usually goes through, so I'll uh, let him tread ahead.
0: Well, this podcast is coming to you <laughs> ad free, and uh, <laughs>
1: I think I bored him already
0: by <laughs> the letters Q. Count the count was that his name yes. on Sesame
1: Street? Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by the little V. <laughs> that was my gosh. We've really regressed that. horrifically. Yeah. So, hey, check out the Dynamic Arching Shop. Check it out. Buy some, stuff there. Some plume cases,
0: I, and I'm not even joking. The last three orders have been plume cases. I, I people, everybody thinks I'm joking. It's no, the algorithm. It was fu- I don't. I don't know. And I just. I don't ju- know. Jeff, when you this, uh, and, uh, Josh Andrews just emailed me this morning and said, "Can I have a quote for fifty plastic Shaco cases?"
1: Hey, so we're branching different.
0: out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about that.
1: We're, we're definitely into headgear. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's set the scene for everybody about two weeks ago. Let's know. Yes. Uh, last week. Oh yeah, my gosh. It was only a week ago. Last, yeah. Last week. Uh, I, I was feeling pretty run down. I was afraid I had COVID. We had some kids and some other people that have it. And I really wanted to jump on it. So I, I went to urgent care. Everything was okay there. And they sent me to my doctor. I got an appointment the next day. I was just sitting in the waiting room and I had about 30 minutes and I just started you know, throwing some ideas out there. And I had been talking with some people about this idea of coaching. Uh, I, I've benefited a lot from direct therapy. And I know Jeff has too. And, and, and everybody I've talked to, nobody has said, darn it, I really, I really regretted going through therapy. It made my life worse. Quite the opposite. I wish I had found that sooner. I wish I could have, whatever. Uh, and I thought, you know, in, in so many different realms of what we do now, um, there are personal coaches for things, you know, for training, eating, uh, business management. There are personal coaches, and so I thought, you know, what? I, I wonder what it would be like to be a coach for band directors because I've had a lot of people kind of reaching out and asking questions, and so I posted something. And this is this is literally what it said: "Dear community of educators, I humbly seek your guidance and support in a new endeavor I'm contemplating. With 23 years of experience as a band director and a history of teaching leadership since 1997." Though we need not calculate the years precisely i have had the privilege <laughs> of working with countless high yeah because you know my age and that sucks i have had the privilege of working with countless high school students i've witnessed firsthand that when the band director is better equipped encouraged and guided the entire band excels In light of this, I'm considering offering coaching sessions to fellow band directors and educators. Through reflection on my mentors and my recent experiences with therapy, I have come to recognize the transformative power of intentional and organized communication, both for self-improvement and for the betterment of our students. Personal growth and healing for me have often stemmed from one-on-one conversations that enhanced, empowered, and inspired me. I would greatly appreciate your insights on what we would desire, or what you would desire in a program-slash-personal coach for your educational journey. I understand that some responses may be of a personal nature, and I welcome private messages. I recall my own uh, extensive list of challenges and needs and how once addressed, they facilitate the resolution of numerous other issues. I extend my heartfelt gratitude for candid thoughts and eagerly anticipate this forthcoming chapter. There is much more to come as we embark on this journey together. That was Wednesday, about 12. And the
0: comments blew up.
1: The comments blew up. I literally put my phone on silence because they called me in. Went to the doctor, had some blood work drawn. Turns out it was just it was exhaustion. I've kind of gone this far. I kind of have to. Say what it is. He just said, "I think you're just <laughs> one down."
0: Marching band season is what it's called.
1: Exactly, exactly right. And and honestly, I came back to school the next day and I was ready to go. Uh, you know, so those personal mental health days, I probably should have taken one before that. But I just checked a few minutes ago that that post had 355 likes. 60 responses, six shares, and I got 20 direct messages within four days of that. And people from all walks of life – And in fact, two former students that were like, I'm not in band life anymore, but I need coaching working with with employees who are older than I am and who have more experience, but I am better at my job. I am more qualified than they are at this job, and I need work with how do I engage those people – one has an auction house in, in Florida. And so we worked last week about how, yeah, no kidding. How do you, so everybody has these issues, but here's, here's where this, the rubber meets the road. And here's, here's the crux of what I, I have to say. Band directors in their third to 13th year, I think are, are the ones who are most crying out for help right now. If you we look started at our, our Midwest our,
0: clinic with, with something like this, remember we, you know, and that, when was mm-hmm. that? 2015, 2017? When it I don't remember. No, when we uh, It at, was either
1: 16 or 17. Yeah. We people were, about, people about were how, leaving the, the profession.
0: Yeah. People were leaving the profession. People were leaving and the profession at alarming Just rates. commenting. I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. I'm going to go sell real estate <laughs> or I'm going to go do this or that. Right. And, um, so yeah. And then COVID really opened the floodgates. Yeah.
1: COVID opened the floodgates yeah. so that there are people now that what, – what we had always been seeing were people who were retirement age, very few were going past that. And even some people were taking early retirement, and some school districts will encourage that. So you, you have that – and then the natural attrition of just lives changing, people moving, but it was a little bit larger than normal at that point for any other profession now – it, if when I look around at conferences, our state conventions or state meetings, I'm 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 not seeing a lot of those three to thirteen year uh, colleagues that are there. It's a lot of first, second, third, all the way to those of us old guys who have been around for a long time.
0: We had 113 directors at the Director Academy last year, and I think only six were college or new teachers. Yeah, so. We've got a yeah, lot of there are space folks... for those people to, to thrive. Uh, but, but the young teachers, college students who are going into the profession need to start now with how are you going to learn? How are you going yeah. to get good fast?
1: I, I was speaking with a, 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 an educator from a college, and I, it doesn't matter where, because I think that what he was saying rang, will ring true anywhere. He said, Bobby, we, we have so much to cover we feel like we try to get them through their first two or three years, just how to keep their head above water and how to find answers. But there is no way that four years of university can, can prepare you for 30 years or 25 years of a career. And I thought, I was like, you know what? Nobody has just come out and said that to me and it made perfect sense. It, it really did. So I think those students are the ones that are like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to survive. And the truth is, a lot of them are. But that once you get to that third year and you're not – survival is no longer good enough. We want to go from survive to thrive. And when that doesn't happen for a while and you still feel like you're getting beaten down by the same old, same old, it it gets rough. Jeff, I want to share one of the the messages that came through. Uh, Hi, Mr. Lambert. I saw your post on Facebook. Felt inclined to chime in. Uh, And he talks about how he attended my old high school. In Western uh-huh. North Carolina, and it was, it was really cool. It says, many years later, as a band director, I often have trouble finding those mentors. For me, what I look for in mentors is the approachability and willingness to accept a person. That was interesting. I thought, the willingness to accept a person. Mm-hmm. I hear friends speak about their mentors and how easy it is to talk to them. That in itself, that connection, I feel is what we all want in someone who is going to help guide us in our goals. Also, the acknowledgement of I am your mentor may also be helpful in my eyes. Seeing your humanity, humility, and joy for what you do is always encouraging. Hope this helps, Quentin. And, and while he's speaking maybe to me, I, I don't think he's alone in that. And I'm not saying that I'm the one, but I think that when I was coming through, Greg Bim would get up at any point to, to talk to me and work through. But he also knew that there were some things I had to work through myself. And that was, that was okay. And I had other people that I could call. I think now uh, young teachers who have gone through, especially went through college during COVID or that touched their educational sequence somehow, I think that they have a, a particular way they they feel more need for connection and I'm not there's no judgment in that. I think they feel more need for connection. And I think we as many teachers feel like we do need to connect with our students and build a relationship more than we ever have. But I don't know that we as mentors feel that exact same thing with the young teachers that are coming out and asking us for help. They don't just need to know about which note do I tune on the English horn. They right. need to know the 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 teacher the mentee needs to know i'm cared for i'm valued and i'm worth it mm-hmm. and i think and this, that the generation that i think jeff and i are in, that that wasn't something that we necessarily were given by somebody else i'm not saying again not saying that's right or wrong well, i'm just and, saying that's and we what we didn't it is.
0: have youtube our whole co- right. you know, high school and college career maybe it was there i don't remember when it started but like this is a generation right. of people who are like, "Oh, I have a problem. YouTube, type it in the search bar, Google or YouTube, and uh, you know, you get some answers on a Reddit mm-hmm. or a Facebook right. post or a YouTube uh, video on, on something similar." Do you but, get good
1: answers on Reddit? I don't. I, I don't one, I don't know that we use that correctly, Jeff.
0: I stay away from Reddit. Cause it's like subreddits <laughs> and sub subreddits and upvoting. And
1: See, I don't way. even understand what yeah. that is, but yeah. I, I would say like, so if I wrote on there, like which, which oboe reads are you guys yeah. all using? I wonder if the yeah. Reddit would come. How do back. I <laughs>
0: mic a bassoon? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it could go a lot of different directions, <laughs> Yeah. but I, I do, I, I do younger teachers and, and know this. I, I I see you and I see where you are, and I know that our our profession is doomed if we don't figure out how to make these better connections with you. yeah uh, I think that what also happens to the college professor and I were talking about it, and, and he agreed, the distance between high school and college now just continues to go further and further apart. You have music education teachers who spent three years in a classroom, and I, I would tell you right now, three years in a classroom is nothing yeah you're almost going to you're going to just start to be ready as as my my family say you're fixing to be ready yeah <laughs> make changes by year three yeah that's it that's well you it. especially
0: it, know what went horribly wrong yeah <laughs> you have a yeah. list of those like well i'll never do that again
1: i'll never do that again Most but it, if you for don't for me you... was
0: classroom management like yeah. fails. i tried this and i tried that and i tried <sighs> this and i was like okay yeah none of that's really I, working okay
1: yeah, and I don't know that I don't know that the college pedagogy classes, are, as techniques go, like here is the way to put the clarinet reads on. Absolutely, they're they're masters at that. But I would tell you that approaching a class of sixth grade beginners now versus eight years ago, wildly different. Even for my daughters, my I have a fourteen year old and eleven year old, so ninth grader and sixth grader. When my ninth grader was going through sixth grade, that was COVID. Mhm. And that was radically different from this. Now my new sixth grader, it's a radically different experience again, but there there are the the idea of relationship and the idea of cohesion in partnership. I think is one of the things that that we kind of want to talk to you about today about how do you find that? Why do you need to find that and and how? Yeah. Did I say how Twice. Why? How? Where? Got it. Yeah. Where? Oh. What time? Yep. yep. Where to find Yeah, exactly. Yep. Where do you find it? it the truth is, you, your former teachers are great places to start. They absolutely are. Um, but if they have not been in your type of classroom, meaning elementary, middle, high, mm-hmm. I would say the longer they've been away, the, the harder it might be to relate so i think some general questions and, and uh, no disrespect you know there are plenty of of college professors that are getting out in the classrooms and they they're doing honor bands so if they're doing that and and get to be with high school or middle school or elementary kids totally fine but i i do think you want to have somebody that has you know walked the walk in the last months yeah to make that go the second place that i would look for it is at any kind of band director professional development meetings, like our district has them, our state has them. Uh, I think you would – I would be surprised if you went up to somebody and they did not want to talk to you about how to be a better band director.
0: Especially if you went to their session and, and, and related yeah. to what they were saying and you thought, okay, this person really knows what's going on. You yeah. Know, that, that's a great time to approach them right then and there.
1: That, it's, a, it's a perfect time. To do it. And, um, I think just even if you can't do it right then shooting them an email because they're coming off the high of that presentation too, and that it's on their mind and you would be surprised. I mean, I've met several people after doing presentations. We've met, I think that there, I'm trying to think Jeff, there was somebody that we met after our Midwest presentation, like some of the California folks, Mm -hmm. And that's how we ended up going out to seboa if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean Dennis there. uh from Dennis, you know,
0: Thousand Oaks area. He yeah. he cold called me that, that one day and you know, was surprised mm-hmm. I answered the phone and and still a friend to this day. And and you know, yeah. we talked last week. Um, you know, and I, I personally reached out to, you know, Todd Ryan from the Blue Devils yeah. when I needed help a long time ago and he went so far. I love as to that story. Say, by the way, stay with me for the weekend, and we'll just talk yeah. nerdy stuff about marching band all weekend.
1: <laughs> we that had a band director a from deal. from Jackson, uh, Georgia, I believe. I'll be honest with you; I never really knew or cared where he was from. He just said, "Hey, we we're on fall break, and, and I am a 245 day contracted person, but I've talked my school into allowing me to come to watch you guys Thursday and Friday. Do you mind if I just come and hang out?" And he was here the entire time and we talked and we've kind of kept in touch. And he ended up going to the BOA regional with us. We went on Saturday and instead of just driving straight home, he went with us to prelims and then left after that. And it was, I I think you would be surprised at how open people are, but it does take you making the first step and admitting, Hey, I got, I need some, I need to figure some stuff out. But I would say instead of being embarrassed by that, just know that everyone, everyone, still has a lot to figure out. And when you start, when you say, I've got this all done, I'm ready to go retire, get out. That's the, that's the sign.
0: Well, I think this is a message, not just for people looking for mentors, but just people who are successful, who listen to this, Um,
1: like
0: answer the phone, answer the email, just say yes a couple of times. And it's going to really bless your life as well. You know, I was fortunate last year. I just, Cold emailed the directors of Hebron and Flower Mound, and I was like, "I'm in Dallas the next two days. I have nothing to do." Uh, It was like before the Prosper Regional when I was working the show, and and they were like, "Yeah, come on out." And I just stood on the tower and watched, and and like I knew these were great programs. hadn't really met the directors before, and um, Mm -hmm. didn't know much about the programs, and I just kind of soaked in. What were the differences? What were the similarities? You know, what were some things that I could take away um, and tell people about? And um, I was really fortunate that both those programs immediately said, "Yeah, come on out." It was cool. Wow.
1: And and they're they're good people. You said Flower Mound and and, and Hebron. Hebron. Yeah. Yeah. I the times I've gotten to spend with uh, Jenna and Brett are awesome. Yeah. And I mean, they're just as open as they can possibly be. And they've got a lot of things figured out. And of course, Andy, I've I've never gotten to really just spend some one-on-one time with Andy, but good Lord, you know, the band is incredible.
0: Yeah. I was just standing on the front sideline listening going, whoa.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And I think, I think sometimes we, we feel, here's what I'm, here's what I'm picking up from all. I've now done, I think 12 coachings in about eight days, 10 days. And almost every single one of them is, I feel like I am not moving anywhere. I feel trapped by this circumstance. It's not the whole thing. It's not like everything's terrible. It is, this is good. This is good. This is good. I can't figure this part out. I can't. Let me tell you what I've done. And then where you go through. Some of them, some of those topics may be big. Pedagogy and curriculum. That's a big topic that's going to take a while to unpack, but like Jeff said, classroom management that i I had one last week, and we literally went through and said okay let's let's replay this again and talk about some different ways that we could handle it because only when you go through some of that can you have better ideas as to how to handle young people losing their minds so So let's go through that but i I think the thing that I want to implore and really, really press to all of our listeners is we would rather spend the time talking to you about how to be a better band director than losing you in our profession. Yes.
0: And it's a big deal right now. Um, I mean, it's going to be a bigger problem 10 years from now, but filling classrooms with, with great teachers is a big problem. You know, Bob Morrison wrote a huge article on this. It came out a couple of years ago, and it's only, you know, the impact of that report that, that, that he wrote, I'm sure you saw it at some place or another, Mm -hmm. but you know, um, MEAs are responding, you know, by, by making sure there are sessions on recruitment and retention of teachers. We, you know, music for all, there's a lot of talk about how can we be um, a catalyst to help with that? And um, you know, we, we have to have more people decide to join the profession and,
1: and more good
0: people decide to stay in it.
1: I know that's, yeah. that's the thing. And we all, I mean, at the end of the day, we all, we all know salary is a major part of it. Yeah. It, it, believe me, I am in the boat with you. Yeah. Um, But I, I would also encourage you to say, there are other ways to make that go. And I've even gone to the school district at times and said, Hey, I want to be here and I want to do this but it needs to be comparable to my colleagues throughout the state or throughout the building. Even Mm -hmm. can we find some ways to make that go? And even just the start of that conversation has led to some really good dialogue of them, not even understanding what we were doing. Sure. Like nobody's unless you have a very bizarre district and some people do nobody's sitting there kind of twirling their mustache going, how could I make this band director's life hell today? Yeah what could I do to these kids who play instruments because I hate them? Nobody's sitting around, you know, stroking their cat (laughs) (laughs) as the evil overlord. Now, do you have some that don't value music education? Absolutely you do. Do you have some that don't value arts education? Absolutely. Do you have some that don't have the resources? Absolutely. Do you, you know, fill in the blank. But what are some ways that our parents and we can professionally handle those situations to make them better for us. And sometimes it is. You need to go to a different district. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that
0: happens. Uh, it's very different from state to state. You know, I've yeah. lived in Indiana my whole life. And if you saw a head band director go to another school and be a head band director, it's not an every year occurrence. And, you know, maybe you have no. Assistants who fill an open position somewhere as a head. Right. Like when you go down to Texas, they're like opening new school districts so often that sometimes somebody's at a really good school and things are going pretty well and they just decide to go open another school somewhere else. Right. Um, just for the challenge of it or the excitement of all new instruments and all new building. Yeah. And, you know, um, well, I think Tanner is a great example of that. Yeah. He had a uh, fantastic started that Walnut Grove program this year with mostly yeah. freshmen and sophomores. Even though things yeah. were going great at Wal- at uh, Wakeland, um, and continue to to go great there, but um, yeah, you know it's it's very it's regional. I think there's some differences. Um, it's it's very scary to be a teacher because you hear from lots of administrators and other people if you leave teaching, you can't really come back. Mm. Or if you leave teaching, you're going to turn down this, you know, retirement or whatever. Or if you, if you Mm -hmm. leave this school district, we might not ever let you back here. Those can be scary things. Um, uh, You know, especially for somebody in their twenties who doesn't have a lot of vesting in their retirement accounts and changing states sometimes becomes difficult in our profession as well.
1: It does you know but i i would I would tell you that daily happiness is really important too yeah and and if it means okay, I'm not going to be able- to, i mean when I left Illinois to come to South Carolina, I knew that was going to affect my retirement, and i but I was thinking, so I'm going to do every day here, so I'll get maybe one or two years less working, but I'm going to be maybe not as happy or not as fulfilled and it wasn't like I was unhappy at Marion, it was great. But I, I wanted to stretch myself a little bit. I was, I was wanting to see what was possible, and we went there. Uh, the other side of that, Jeff, is and the thing that I think I want to make sure that we all do understand is if we continue this track that we've got, where we have these really good teachers going and selling cars, then that's when music programs start to get cut. And once music programs get cut, it takes a herculean effort to get them back yeah and, and so and I just, some music
0: I, programs are being cut not because of funding but because there's no teacher in the room
1: right right and that's that's the that's the part that i really i actually do become fearful of I want to make sure I mean the, a music education program of course I, as a teacher of music now it was paramount in my life but I I see the kids that we affect and change sitting in our seats every day and if we weren't here it would be wildly different for them
0: So uh yeah. you've had a few coaching sessions uh 12 I think you said in the last uh a week mm-hmm. or so what is what is a, what is the beginning of one of those like Sure.
1: Yeah. So the first thing that we do, most of them already know exactly what they want to talk about. Uh, We get on the phone, do some, some really quick pleasantries and, oh, I know them and you know them. And it's, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon for just a a few seconds. And then I said, okay, what can I do? What do you want? I have a whole list of things that we go through, Uh, goal setting, program assessment, you know, those kinds of things. But usually I don't get that far Mm -hmm. i said well okay here's what's happening and they tell me kind of most of the time people just want to be heard and they want to hear that dude that sucks you're right yeah that sucks yeah like sometimes that's all we need Uh, you know there's a a gentleman that told me that and he was i could tell that nobody had said that to him Because he was he was ready to defend. Because had I gone in and said, "Well, man, just do this, just do that," I I knew he was going to go. And I when he finished and he kind of looked at me, I was like, "Dude, that sucks." Yeah. And like we just sort of sat there in silence. And I like I literally saw his shoulders lower because he he felt finally like he didn't need to be on the defensive. Like what you're dealing with sucks. I don't care if it's worse or less worse than anybody else's. I'm not caring about them right now. I'm caring about how it feels to me. And this feels shitty. Mm-hmm. And and it's one of the worst things I've had to deal with professionally. And so I get to feel how I feel. Mm-hmm. Then we start to talk through what's the best way? What? How can I help you with this? Are you looking for simply support? Are you looking for some possibility, some possible answers to do? Are you looking for some flaws in you or your systems? Like, how can I best support you? And usually they lead me exactly where I need to go with that because we, we kind of always know, right. We kind of always know that, you know, I've got these parents, these parents and these parents do this and I, I, to anybody who's done my coach. None of nobody has said this, but I have just in talking with other directors, parents are so intense. Parents are so parents are so, yeah, I hear you. We get done. I say, how many times a week do you speak with the parents as a group? What do, what do you mean? Okay. How, do you have Bambooster meet, Bam meetings once a month? Do you have a newsletter? Do you have some way that you communicate to them to let them know what's going on, kind of tell them what you know what, what's there? Well, we have all the schedule up online. That's not what I said. How many times? And so we kind of trace back. Well, the reason for that disconnect is because you have not, connected and and you have to have a a really clear mode of communication to those people those stakeholders Mm -hmm. that's that's one small example there there have been some in this past few weeks where they've said what they're doing i was like i we're gonna have to work through Mm -hmm. some things because i don't have an immediate answer Mm -hmm. um but but i as the the name of this podcast is I'm in your corner. Mm-hmm. I, I'm here with you. And so much of that is what they wanted. I got text messages from from one person who was at their very first, not their first, but the band's first BOA regional and his first in like seven or eight years. And they did really, well, what was great Thursday, we literally, literally talked through, this is what's going to happen in warm-up. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to walk to here. Because we talked about when you get done with warm-up, you've got 20 minutes before you will play again. Unless you do something different. And he, I could see him like, oh crap. I said, Yeah. So there are two things to do. Either you fill that figure out an on field warm up that you want to do, or you get the kids used to not playing for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you I, I've done both. Uh, I like the on field warm up better, but whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. And what was cool is he texted me Saturday night late and was like, Hey, the on field warm up worked great. And this was on people just need to feel like they they have a team. And they are the leader of all these kids and this staff, but whose team are they on? Like they need to feel part of this too. And they need to feel like they're part of a network of band directors who are like, Hey, I got your back.
0: And you want your students to feel comfortable, you know, when you go to a BOA event or a a national concert festival or something like that, you know, you, you almost, you've got to talk to somebody who's done it before for your students to feel right. comfortable because they'll see it on you immediately. Um, whether you're, well, I think that all and, of us and who are been... not
1: sure where to go next and that sort of thing. Right. Right. I think all of us who have been in the profession for a while have gone, can, can name multiple instances where you had done the work, the band was prepared, but then something threw it off moments, hours before the performance, a bus broke down. Uh, we've, we've had a kid, have a pretty massive uh, health issue that came up. It didn't matter how long we had practiced before. We were not going to have a good performance after that. Yeah. Just just didn't matter. So knowing one of those are like, you know what, that kind of stinks, but that happens and there you go versus, hey, had you done this, this, or this, that could have fixed a lot of things. So... I, I want to share this one more letter, Jeff, because I think that if we don't do something about these, if you don't find coaching for yourself, if you don't find mentors or mentors, you don't start doing kind of our professional responsibility. This is what happens. This was another letter that I got. It says, well, I'm no longer in the profession anymore, but I'll share what some of my biggest struggles were and some of what drove me away. My biggest struggle was our admin. I know lots of people go through this, but I felt like I was screaming at a brick wall. I'd send emails, make phone calls, have face-to-face meetings, and nothing got accomplished. However, communication sent down from admin was always a demand, no matter how inconvenient. Using my rehearsal space as a holding ground for other students during rehearsals. Bus drivers not allowing trumpet and saxophone players to transport instruments. Our our uh, direct our, our do con- uh, contract. Oh, uh, our I think the. Uh, the administrator just over them, uh, never being available. Mm. All things I'm sure you've heard before increasing parent involvement, showing them that this is one of the best investments you can make in your child. Another big thing I saw, especially in middle schools, uh, was how kids have changed. I struggled a lot with establishing procedures and expectations at the end of the year. I was still having to harp on the basics, no talking or noodling while instructors are being, while instructions are being given, bring a pencil practice, Talking with other directors, I know they experience the same issues. I always told my wife I would do my best never to bring home bring work home. Uh, physically, of course. I talked about work all the time. And this kept me in the band room close to seven most nights. 5.30 was an early day, even with school ending at three. A touchy subject for me was stipends. My director stipend was $1,200 for the year. This came to me in $60 each check. When I took into consideration how many extra hours and Saturdays I was working, I realized this is not anywhere near enough, especially since I was helping at the high school marching band program. I knew that directors in the surrounding areas were getting more. And he kind of talks through that just a little bit, but he, I want to get to this part. He says, uh, uh, I knew the directors in surrounding counties were getting much more of their stipends and were on 220 day contracts instead of 190. This was also brought to my attention that my, um, my, con- my contact, the, the school board members, uh, I was told to present this to administration and request a 220-day contract as well as a stipend increase. I was also forced to teach a general music class that was not disclosed to me in my interview despite having a general music teacher on staff. Mm. I spoke to my direct report about this and the school board members, but nothing was done. I even presented a schedule that was basically a three-year plan to catch up after COVID. This took weeks to prepare. Lots of research was done, including reaching out to programs that seemed to be pushing through the COVID. It was shot down immediately. Both the general music issue and stipend contract issue were presented in the same meeting with admin. All of my work was dismissed without consideration or taken into higher taken any higher for approval. A week later, I turned in my resignation, but finished the year. Mm -hmm. This was February of 2022 rural school in South Carolina. Roughly 120 students involved in the program six through eight. I took over in August of 2020. Not the best, but I made it two years. I hope this helps in 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 your endeavors. Mm. And we taught he and I talk a little bit more back and forth, but I just thought, here's an articulate driven Mm -hmm. teacher. And we drove him away in two years. And that admin is still getting paid. Yeah. They couldn't care less. And here's the really crappy thing. Parents and students feel powerless. They, they will get whatever, whoever can deal with their administrators. My, I had a parent tell me early on here you don't work for administrators here, you work for the parents. We're the ones paying the taxes. And at first I was really kind of incensed by that. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second, you're kind of right. You're actually very right. The parents have the most power, and if, if they see that you're doing good things for your kids, they'll help. I, I, that's his particular problem. Yeah. We all have those things, and I bet there are people listening that are right now contemplating: Do I want to teach another year? And I would say, please, please reach out to somebody about some. And I, I talk about that video we
0: show, We always show it in some the of nail. the clinics that we do about the nail. Look it yeah, up on it, YouTube, not the folks. The, it's, not, yeah, the it's not the nail. Yeah. That's
1: the name of it. But it's, it's very much that. But um, I, 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 say, I say this carefully. Uh, find a mentor, but then be intentional about it. Set a time once a month that you are always going to have coffee with this person or you are always going to call them or talk to them. Uh, find somebody that you can really dig into because a one-time help session, well, let, let's think about this. Think about your instrument. If you had one lesson on your instrument, what would that be like mm-hmm. versus having weekly or bi-weekly sessions with your instrument? Mm-hmm. You, you approach it very differently. Why would our careers be any different than that?
0: And you're investing a little bit of money up front. Well, yeah, but it's going to take – it's kind of like joining a gym or something. You know, you have, you're going to have to
1: – So I, I just I, – I'm on my soapbox a little bit, Jeff, because I, I'm scared for our profession. If I'm honest with you, I think Jeff is actually frozen because he's looking at me very blankly. right now. (laughs) So to, to wrap this all up and hopefully Jeff will be able to join us right back here in just a minute, (laughs) technical difficulties. We actually did the video today. I hope we have this because just seeing Jeff in this stance right now is fantastic. Maybe he puts a person, maybe he has a dummy stand in for himself sometimes when I kind of go off on my rants. Hey, but but friends, I, I am being very serious about look for somebody. If I can help you, great. There are plenty of other people who can help. And I truly hope that you can find some way, if you are struggling, find some way to, to la- live another day. I will tell you, I've contemplated quitting the profession many, many, many times, um, especially like every two or three years. But what is good is I started looking at what else was possible. And it never gave me as much joy or fulfillment as teaching kids music. It it's just incredible what we get to do each and every day. Well, I've uh, <laughs> I've talked enough, uh, and, and I don't know that Jeff is going to make it back. So I'm trying to think of what all what all he always says. Your homework is to figure out who this person could be who needs a mentor and you can be that for them or you need a mentor and who who you should approach and just at least make initial contact and start to find hey is there an evening could we go get a beer on fridays could we get coffee on mondays could we hang out sunday afternoon what can i do to make this day and reach out and see what that can be so for jeff young in carmel And this is Bobby Lambert, and this has been That Band Life.